Welcome to the infamous podcast, Bitch, I'm Not Well. I'm Kelly. And I'm Brandy. And we're invested on taking you down to crazy town, where we talk about crazy bitches who are truly unwell. Today we're going to talk about Clara Suarez Harris, who was born in Bogota, Colombia. Nice. I have an exotic beauty for this one. Mm. Clara was raised by her mother, who was a widow. She was determined to make something of herself, so she began to study dentistry in Colombia. In the late 80s, Clara moved from Colombia to the United States to get additional training. Clara was also very beautiful. She had thick red hair, a perfect smile, and a little mole on her left cheek. Aww. She was a beauty queen, literally. She was crowned Miss Columbia Houston in a pageant she competed in shortly after she completed her residency at the University of Texas Houston Dental Branch. Wow. Yeah, she's smart and beautiful. In 1991, Clara met David Harris. Clara and David were both in their early 30s and were working together at the Castle Dental Center in Houston, Texas. According to David's father, it was love at first sight for David. Clara would later say she felt the same about David. He was an extremely smart and talented dentist as well. Hmm. He actually graduated second in his class from the Houston Dental Branch. Okay. David and Clara were married on Valentine's Day, 1992. Oh, that's so romantic. It is. They were married less than a year after they first met. They were married at the Nassau Bay Hilton. Mm -hmm. It was a very snazzy wedding. Snazzy, you oh, say. so snazzy. The Nassau Bay Hilton is about 30 miles south of downtown Houston mm -hmm. and across the highway from the Johnson Space Center. Oh, okay. And together, Clara and David raised three children. They had twin boys, mm -hmm. and their names were Brian and Bradley, and they were born in 1998. And then David had a daughter from his first marriage, and Clara and him raised her whenever she was with them. Okay. Like, you know, back and forth between yeah. mom and dad. David and Clara owned a chain of dental offices called Space Center Orthodontics. And Never heard of it. Yeah, I haven't either. Hmm. So I guess they're not that successful anymore. Space Center Orthodontics. Their dental offices were very successful, which in turn meant David and Clara were making big bucks. They built a large home and a development with a private airstrip. Shut the front door. Yes. In, There's big money. We should have been orthodontics. We should have. We Orthodontists. Orthodontics. We went into the wrong professions. <laughs> we did. We're just podcasters making nothing. <laughs> that doesn't sound very fun, Kelly. It doesn't, but it is so much fun. It is. It really is. I can I'm make nothing and still enjoy this. Yes. Uh, okay, so this development was in Friendswood, Texas. <gasps> Are you kidding me? My brother lived there. Are you serious? Yes, that's where he opened up his chiropractic business. He could know David and Clara. I'm going to have to ask, ask him. Ask him. If he was in that area at this time, he'll he know who she Friendswood. is. He lived in Friendswood. His business was in Friendswood. He will know who this woman is. Oh, man, I want to call my brother <laughs> so bad and get him on this phone. <laughs> I know. Hold on. Let's call him. He's not going to answer your phone call. That bitch. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. 
I need to know if you know Clara Harris and Dennis Harris from Friendswood. They had a dental practice called Space Center Orthodontics. Please call me back, butthole. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, go ahead. After they built their house, they each splurged on an expensive item that they had been wanting. David bought a rare Steinway piano, and Clara bought a Mercedes. Two different yeah, personality com- types. Completely right different there. personality types. <laughs> I had to read that a few different times. Like, is that for real? Like, they, that's what he he splurged on a piano. Uh, see, I would take the piano. See, uh, yeah, I would take the Mercedes. I know. That's why we make a good yeah, team. Yeah, we see? do. Clara and David's daughter Lindsay became very close and became really good friends. Okay. Uh, even though, like, Lindsay was younger, she was sixteen in two thousand and two. So. I don't know how old she was here. I what was this? Ten hope years? She would be younger. Yeah, yeah. she's younger. She's a lot younger. <laughs> uh, when they first married, David and Clara couldn't get enough of each other. When Clara would call the office, David told his office personnel that it didn't matter what he was doing. If Clara called, they had to come and get him because he wanted to talk to her no matter what. Dang. Yeah. Uh, they would talk as often as two to three times a day on the phone and would always end their calls with, I love you. Mm-hmm. After the twins were born in 1998, Clara was obviously extremely busy with her dental practice, kids, home upkeep, you know, just like life right. in general. Right. And David didn't like the fact that Clara wasn't paying as much attention to him as she used to. <laughs> she was spending more time with the kids than with him, and um, he was not okay with that. You have twins. Yeah. Not just one baby, two, plus you got a job and keeping up with the house. Okay. Yeah, but David didn't understand. Okay, David. In 2002, David began working out and he got into great shape. He stopped taking Clara's calls while he was at work. Mm. And he stopped showing up with Clara at parties or events with their friends. Mm -mm. And Clara would always make excuses for why he couldn't come. And... One of her friends why said... Why he couldn't come or why she couldn't Why come. he couldn't go to the... Like, why Clara, why Clara was there by herself. It was always... Um, yeah, David couldn't come because he was he had a golf game or something. And they were like, mm-hmm. it's 1030 at night. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Or he had a meeting. Okay, he's an orthodontist. It's 1030 at night. <laughs> and there's a really serious meeting. <laughs> serious. Shit got real. David had to be there. They were losing all their teeth. It just so happens that around the same time that David started getting distant, he hired a new secretary. I see. Yes. Uh, his new secretary was Gail Bridges, and she was very attractive, and she was very attentive to David's needs. Anything he needed or wanted, she would do for him. Did they... Uh... I thought they had a practice together. They did, but it was a chain of practices. Okay, so she so worked they in were a different in, branch? Yeah, they were in different no, offices. Okay. All right. Uh, he began getting the attention Clara used to give him from someone else. Mm-hmm. In July of 2002, Clara finally confronted David about being distant and not treating her the way he used to. David confirmed the following morning that he had been having an affair with his new <sighs> secretary. And I don't know how this happened, but instead of Clara flipping out on him mm-hmm. like I would have done, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she remained calm and she asked David if he wanted to get a divorce. And David was adamant that he did not want a divorce. He wanted their marriage to work. And 
They were going to make it work. He was going to dump Gail. They were going to be together. They were going to better themselves. All right. So this is in the morning. They both go to work. That evening, they go out for drinks to discuss what they're going to do to fix their marriage. And Clara asked David what her good and bad qualities were and what Gail's good and bad qualities were. So she could see where she needed to improve. Okay. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. Like, I was so mad. So she's comparing herself to the mistress and what he likes about her over. Yeah. And so she's gonna fix herself. She's gonna change for him. Yeah. So he will like her more. Okay. Clara's good qualities were that she was a successful businesswoman. He gave them to her. And hardworking. (laughs) Yes. He gave them to her. Uh, Her bad qualities was that she was fat. Shut up. Yep. He used the word fat. Was she? No. I mean, she had kids. She wasn't a little stick anymore, but she was not fat. She didn't let herself go. No. Like, she was still a pretty woman. She wasn't, like, model skinny, but she wasn't, like, obese. All right, David. Yeah. Um, Dick. Yeah, there was no sugarcoating it for David. He he got straight to it. Uh, He also said that she was too willful and didn't show him enough attention. (laughs) I could slap this guy. (laughs) Then they discussed Gail's good qualities, and David's favorite quality about her was her breast implants. What a shallow douche. Yes, exactly. Wow. He sounds like a real stand-up guy. Like, Mm -hmm. I bet the women were beating the door down for this dude. I'm certain of it. God. Then David was nice enough after this to make a to-do list for Clara on the napkins at the restaurant. A to-do list for her to improve herself? Yep. <laughs> of what she needed to do God. to improve herself, and she agreed. Clara. Yeah. She loved this guy so much that she was willing to give up everything about herself to make her what he wanted her to be. Was there anything for him to improve? Nope. No, Every, David was perfect. David was perfect. Everything okay. was on Clara. She yeah, wasn't showing course. him enough attention. Yes. She let herself go. Right. Because, you you know, raising twin boys and having a full-time job and a house, there's plenty of time to go to the gym. So, on the list that David made for her, one of the first things was she needed to lose weight. She needed to look better. She needed to be more attractive. And have breast implants. Yep. He's really in love with his wife, if you can't tell. What a pig. Mm -hmm. He also had get bigger breast on the list. <laughs> and one of the final things on the list was have lots and lots of sex with him. Okay. That one was my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the following morning, Clara began to improve herself based on the list from the night before. She started canceling appointments at work so she wouldn't be working as much. Then she dyed her beautiful red hair blonde. Yeah. Oh no. Scheduled breast implants and liposuction. Are you kidding me? And put a down payment on them. Yeah. No, I'm all for the mommy makeover. If you want it for yourself. it's going to make you feel better. If it's going to make you feel better, if this is something yeah. you want to do. Never do it but for somebody else. She yeah. seemed fine with herself before David informed her that she was fat with small tits. Oh, wow. Like, fat right there, I would have just been like, you know what? 
we're done. <laughs> it's divorce. <laughs> Sign the freaking paper. Mm-mm. I don't ever want to see you again. I don't want to talk to you and Gail. Have a good life. I think my number one item on the napkin would have been don't be a douche. Yeah. And there's no getting around <laughs> it. David was a douche. He was. Jeez. Or is, he is. He whatever. is. Was. We'll see. Uh, she dyed her hair blonde. Dyed her hair blonde. To look more like Gail. I guess at the time, Gail had blonde hair. All the pictures I saw of her, she had brown hair. That is the saddest thing I've heard. It's like, she basically... from Columbia. I haven't seen any pictures of any women in Columbia with red hair. To me, that would be like something that would stand out as a beautiful... Yeah, unique. Unique You're a rarity. You are the unicorn because you're a redhead. Having red hair, natural red hair, is unique. And it was thick and beautiful so she bleached her hair i'm mad I'm, yeah i'm glad you're mad because i'm mad too. i'm mad even reading this again i every time i do this i'm so mad <laughs> and i know how this ends and i'm still mad i'm still mad uh after david saw how much of an effort clara was putting in to please him he told her that he had dinner plans with gail that weekend and he would end things with her at the dinner oh, isn't oh, that nice of it, why not it work why not fire her uh, well, you know, and we need to it. go to dinner. I have really great, nice reservations at a steakhouse. P.U. Thankfully, Claire is starting to not trust David. And she didn't believe that he was actually going to end it. Mm-hmm. So she called um, a private investigator. Good for her. And told them that she wanted them to follow David and Gail to make sure that they went to the restaurant that he said they were going to. And then inside the restaurant that he actually dumped her. I'm scared. You should be. I'm so scared. (laughs) (laughs) On the evening of July 24th, 2002, the private investigator followed David and Gail from his office to have video evidence of him ending things. Mm -hmm. The plan that Clara was told was that David and Gail had dinner reservations after work. And while there, David was breaking things off. Well, Gail had a pretty distinctive trailer hitch cover on her SUV. It was heart-shaped. Okay. So you could easily tell if it was her SUV in the parking lot. Okay. I think it was like a black expedition. It was a pretty common SUV. But because of the little heart trailer hitch, yeah. everybody Easily knew it was hers. Yep. Yes. Clara asked one of her friends slash co-workers if she could drive by the restaurant that they were supposed to be at. Wait. And tell her if she sees David and Gail's vehicles there. So she hired an investigator mm-hmm. to follow them to the restaurant. Yes. Plus... She, she asked a friend to go to the restaurant just in case the investigator, what, couldn't catch I guess him or whatever. The investigator. So she was double, she was double timing it. Yeah. The <laughs> investigator told her that he couldn't, he or she, I don't know which one it was, couldn't tell her anything until after everything was over. Okay. So. Oh, so I, she had to know immediately. Yeah, she wanted okay. to know immediately. All so right. um, she had one of her friends That'd go That'd be like look. me saying, hey, Brandy. Follow Flip Flop. I need you right now. Yes. Okay. Yes. I need him. Make sure he is there. Tell me where he's Immediately. at. Okay. Yep. Well, this is going to shock you, but <laughs> they weren't at the restaurant. <gasps> <gasps> bum, bum, bum. I know, right? I mean, I really thought David was a stand-up guy <laughs> and he was going to be there. He yes. was not there. Not there. So while this is going on, Clara is with Lindsay, David's daughter. Okay. And they're out shopping together. And I thought this was at, okay, so it's at night. Yeah, it's like in the evening. They're but out her, shopping. Clara and Lindsay have been out shopping together all afternoon or okay. evening, whatever. And 
So they're not in the same area, and she doesn't want to get caught following David around. So that's why she asked her friend, and Lindsay's kind of helping her keep her mind off of it. Does Lindsay know? Lindsay knows that they hired an investigator because they were friends by this point. Yeah. And she she probably shouldn't have been as involved as she was with this. Probably not. Because she's his daughter, but Clara kind of brought her in, didn't really give her a choice. Yeah. Whenever they heard that David wasn't where he said he was going to be, they began to look for him. And this is 2002, so there's no Life 360 or Find My Friends or anything. So Clara called her private investigator's office. When I read this, I thought surely they would not give the wife of a cheater play-by-play information of what he is doing right now. Like, that's just asking for a scene. They even told her, like, no, we can't tell you. We can't give you a Mm play-by-play. We'll tell you everything after the fact, but while it's going on, we can't. Right, okay. But I want a (laughs) play-by-play. Yeah, I want a play-by-play. I'm waiting. And, you know, you could see how this would cause a lot of trouble if you tell all the spouses of significant others the exact location they are being cheated on at the exact time. Mm-hmm. Um, bad idea. Don't tell him. Bad idea. <laughs> nope. That's not what happened. He told her. According to the firm, they have policies in place, so this doesn't happen, but guess what? No. There was confusion or a misunderstanding. In the policy? Well, <laughs> Clara got a hold of one of the private investigators there rather than the receptionist uh-huh. that knows better than to tell her what's going on. Right. And the private investigator told her, this is perfect. It is going great. We have, we're going to have video evidence of him sleeping with her. What? Yep. This is perfect? This is perfect. It's great. I guess this guy didn't... They're under- at the Holiday Inn on Highway 27. Yeah, I guess this guy what? didn't realize that Clara was not spying or hiring you to investigate him so she can get a bunch of money in the divorce. No. She wanted to save her marriage. She wanted to make sure he wasn't lying to her again. Oh, like, no. Why would you say it like that? Oh, my God. So... Clara knew what hotel David would go to to have sex with Gail because he told her. He told her. Yep. He told he her, gave her that details. They would go to the Nassau Bay Hilton to have sex. I don't know if you remember, but this is the same hotel mm-hmm. they got married in. Oh shit, I did not remember that. Yeah. I, I forgot. So he's sleeping with his whore at the place they had their wedding. David, you're a dick. Yeah. You're a capital D dick. <laughs> So Clara and Lindsay go straight to the hotel and... Oh, she brought his daughter. His daughter is still uh, with him. And they drive around the parking lot and sure enough, there's David and Gail's mm-mm. vehicles. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. They go inside the hotel and they ask the front desk for a room number for David Harris or Gail Bridges. They do not give it to her. And the hotel tells them that they don't have anyone checked in under those names. Okay, good. Now, I don't know if they really didn't have anybody checked in under those names. Well, they can't tell you or anyway. if they were following their policies and right. not giving yeah. some random-ass woman Not like the investigators. The exactly. Like, oh, yeah, David, yeah, room 403. Yeah, here's the key. Go for it, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, man. I mean, that would probably be the only thing that would make this better is if they would have given her a room key. Right. <laughs> right. Oh. So they did not give it to her. They did not give it to her. Okay. So Lindsay calls her dad. Oh, 
Lindsay. And she She's tells in him, on it. she is in on it. She tells him that one of the twins is sick and he needs to come home right away. Oh, shoot. And Lindsay and Clara wait in the lobby to catch him. Mm-hmm. Within a few minutes, the elevator doors open and you'll never guess who walks out. David and David Gail. David and Gail. Lindsay and Clara attack David and Gail. Uh, what? Lindsay is hitting her dad, screaming that she hates him. And Clara is knocking the wow. shit out of Gail. Go for it. At one point, she grabbed her shirt and ripped it open. Good for her. Yes. And I don't know if all Colombians are, but a lot of the Colombians on 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> they're feisty. I love them. Oh my they're my God. favorite. And yeah, Clara was feisty. She was fighting for what she wanted and she was pissed because he lied to her. Yeah. And she was changing everything That's about her said, life. Go, go. Yeah. Get him, girl. Go get him. Clara. Finally, the fight's broken up, and David storms out of the hotel with Gail. Mm-mm. Not with his wife, who's obviously upset, and he should feel like shit for doing this to her. Not with his mistress. David. Yeah. He makes it hard for me to, to feel, feel bad. sorry for him? Yep. Um, this part doesn't really add much to the story, but I thought it was really funny. Do it. These two guys <laughs> were right outside the lobby. Uh, one of them was showing the other guy his new car, mm-hmm. and he said that they had just gotten out of Bible study. Oh, God. When Poor they guys. heard screaming in the lobby. Poor guys. So they ran back in to help break up the fight. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor guys. So, like that's this group of churchgoers who were Bible studying, and then they got mistresses fighting. Wow. I just thought that was really funny. I'm like, how freaking <laughs> random is that? <laughs> well, you know, God put them there for a reason. <laughs> they were there to help break it up. Maybe if they didn't break it up. Or not broken it up and just let it go a little longer. Yeah. So after David and Gail walk out, Clara storms out after them and she's pissed. I guess so. So after the fight... He leaves with his mistress. Even with his daughter there, mm-hmm. he still leaves with his mistress. Yes. Pig. Yeah. So her and Lindsay get into her car, mm-hmm. and she rams Gail's SUV. Oh, snap. She, then she tells Lindsay she's going to kill him. She then runs David over wait, with wait, her wait. Mercedes. In the parking lot or something? Yep. In the parking lot, she runs him over after she... Rams into Gail's SUV. She runs David over. She then circles the parking lot. So wait, wait. Time out. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. David and Gail get out of the elevator. They have the big fight. And then it all gets broken up. Mm-hmm. And David and Gail exit the hotel. She gets in her car. He's standing in the parking lot. Like, he doesn't leave with her? No. They're in two separate vehicles. So okay. he walked her to her car first to make sure that nothing else happened. Okay. And then he was going to go... Okay. His car. And she runs him over. Yes. And there was actually hotel security that walked the two groups out, and they thought that when Clara got in her car, it was, it was over. over. Okay. Uh, so there really wasn't anybody between David and Clara's Mercedes. Uh, she circles the parking lot, and she runs him over two more times. Wait. Wait, what? Yeah. After she hit the SUV, then she runs David over. She circles the parking lot. And runs him over, and then she circles the parking lot and runs him over. Yep. With Lindsay in the car, and people outside can hear Lindsay screaming, please stop, you're going to kill him. Oh, no, my God, no. Yeah. And there was people at the pool that could hear them, and uh, 
whenever Clara finally gets out of the car and stops, the eyewitnesses say that she is shaking David, screaming, David, look what you made me do. And this was no, kind of funny because the chick kidding. that in, was interviewed for it, she said it with a Colombian accent. <laughs> and she was like, David, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do, do. Do, do, I got to kill you. Damn it, David. <sighs> you make me run over you with my car. So him being run over, according to Clara, was definitely his fault because he made her do it. He made her do it. Yeah. And um, as the two witnesses from the pool area ran over... They pulled Clara off of him because they were like, you can't move him. He's, his head and neck and everything is obviously damaged. Like, you got to uh, keep him straight. And Lindsay is like throwing herself at him. Well, they didn't, the eyewitnesses didn't know who these people were. Right. So the woman pulls Lindsay off and Lindsay yeah. starts screaming, that's my daddy. Oh my God. And so the woman is like, oh my God. So she pulls Lindsay and is like, Trying to calm her down. Can you imagine? And her husband, or her fiancé at the time, um, is trying to help David breathe. Wait, stop. Why is her fiancé there? No, it's like the eyewitness. It oh, was the a, eyewitness's fiancé. Yeah, it was a fiancé. Okay, like, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. That was kind of confusing. It was a man and a woman that were the eyewitnesses that were mm-hmm. trying to help. And mm-hmm. um, the guy said that both of David's ears were Mm-mm. gone. He tried to clear out his mouth because he thought he was choking on blood and all of his teeth came out. My girl. He was real bad. She ran over his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know which time she did, but they it was bad. And I don't, I don't think it said she was ran over him three, three times. times. I don't know if she like if she ran over his head because they didn't say it was squished. But it, it he obviously was rolled into the car because the Mercedes is low to the ground. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, my God. Yeah. And Gail is just gone. She just... She, she got her back back in rammed. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if she left at Probably this time. Probably for the really, second time. Yeah, they don't really say what happened to Gail after this point. You didn't get that. But... <laughs> what? I said, and Gail just ran. She got her back in rammed for the second time. <laughs> She, she probably enjoyed the first time a lot more than the second time. <laughs> I, okay, I'm sorry. Oh, shit, that was good. I'm sorry. That was real good. It was real good, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, shoot. That is horrible. These, like, these his two, ears were messed up or they were off? They were gone. They were, his ears were gone. Yeah. Like his, his teeth came out. His teeth came out when the guy, like, swooped his finger in there she to try to clear it. Yeah. She, he was, mm, he's bad. Clara was brought to trial in Harris County in Texas. Harris County, yeah, I know that. Well, they're right outside of Houston. <laughs> like, that is Houston, but with yeah, that area. Yeah. We're very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Harris County doesn't mess around when it comes to prison Mm-mm. sentences no, and they justice. they do not. <laughs> they have one of the highest conviction ratings in the country. Mm-hmm. Clara's attorneys went in using the defense that Clara was crazy with rage and she didn't know what she was doing until it was too late. Possibly. Which I can see the first time you hit him. Second time, yeah, you're still pissed, but Mm-mm. you you know Mm-mm. better. Third time, you're not, you're, you're trying to kill him. You know what you're doing. That's right. And the prosecution told the jury what Clara did was murder her husband. Yes, she was pissed. She That's was disgusting. in a rage. Yeah. But 
You just beat the shit out of his mistress in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Then you hit her car. Then you run him over and you circle around to do it again. Three like, times. You had plenty of time to think what you were doing Especially was with your, your stepdaughter on the side of you screaming, please, please, please stop. Yes. Please don't. You're going to kill my dad. Yeah. Like you had that voice. You didn't just have like your conscience. You had a 16-year-old's voice screaming. Right. Less than a foot away from you to stop trying to kill her dad. That's horrible. That's so bad. It didn't help Clara's defense that the private investigator she had had the whole thing on video that they gave to the police department. And you can see Mm -hmm. a white thing on the ground in the video and you can see her Mercedes go over it. Mm -mm. And Clara's defense tried to get an expert in there and he was like, this is clearly a cement parking block. It is not David that she is running over. It's cement. The accident people that did it, they didn't know what they were talking about. He, she did not run him over three times. Okay. Well, it just so happened the prosecution had accident scene reconstructors. Mm-hmm. And they got on the stands and were like, yeah, you know, that could be what it was, except for the fact that they had these tire marks here and here. And they basically put the guy that did the expert witness for her mm-hmm. defense to shame. Like, they basically had the jury, like, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. Because they had tire prints for, like, both tires where David was hit. And they said if it would have been the curb that she was running over, like, that cement parking block, mm-hmm. that a part of that skid mark or whatever, the tread would be gone. So you would see the gap. But on the in the pictures of the accident, her four tires are on the ground the entire time. There's no spot that it breaks up showing that she went over a cement block. You know what I'm saying? After the accident, they Mm -hmm. had her tire marks going around, and her treads showed that all four tires were on the ground the entire time. Okay. Well, the defense's expert witness was trying to say two of her tires were running over the cement barrier or, like, the parking barrier instead of David. (laughs) So there should have only been... The one side of the tire marks on the side of the cement barrier and then no tire marks where she went over the barrier. Or there should have been tire marks on the barrier, but they shouldn't have had both sets of her tire treads on the parking lot cement right where David was. That it was him in the video. The video, I mean, it's a 2002 video. It's not great, but it does not look like a cement barrier. Oh, God. It looks like a body. And... So, Mm-mm. like, I don't even know if they had a freaking cement barrier there. If this guy's just assuming that no bitch would be crazy enough to run her barrier husband barrier over. like, something that's going to, vo- like, stop you from going on a certain route. Okay. Not a speed bump. These are, like, the little yellow things that they have in some parking lots. So you a don't, speed bump. Yeah, like, basically a speed bump, but they're cement, and they're, like, right. four or five inches tall, whatever. Okay. He's trying to say that that's what she was running over, that oh. they had those in between the parking spots so the cars wouldn't you. hit. I gotcha. But there was no other ones in the video. And like how the video did was. Did you see the video? I did. Oh my God, Brandy. How the video was like all the cars are parked like north to south. But the cement barrier is like at an angle in the video. So it's not the scene. It's not a cement barrier. It's clearly David. Oh God. It, it's just like the whole thing. If they didn't have a video of the actual murder. Mm-hmm. He maybe could have gotten some jurors on his side, but I mean, the video evidence was, he couldn't fight that. Then Clara decided it would be in her best interest 
to get on the stand and tell her side of the story. Oh, that's never a good thing. <laughs> it's not. It, she didn't do any favors for herself. The prosecution and the jury both found her testimony rehearsed. She mm-hmm. was not emotional at mm-hmm. all. It was Really? Yeah. Like whenever she was on the stand, it was just like she was like a robot. Like when they showed the video, they said she burst into tears and it was almost like seeing the video made it real. Like You what? think she like snapped and detached completely? I kind of think she did. She was obsessed with this guy. Yeah, like loved him. Yes, like he was her everything. Like, I will change. I will do better. I will be better. I will be the, the woman yeah. you want. Whatever you want, I will be that so you will love me because I love you and I want to be with you. <clears throat> I really do think that she just snapped like... She couldn't control herself. Like mm-hmm. it was, this was the last straw. She had been mm-hmm. dealing with him treating her bad and ignoring her for the last year. And he called her fat. He called her ugly. He said he was breaking up with his mistress. He didn't break up with her. He went and slept with her. <sighs> then he, after he's literally caught in person, he leaves with his mistress instead of his wife. It yeah. was a lot. That is a lot to take. Yeah. And that's like, why I think she. She snapped. She truly snapped. But then how do you become so detached? I can see running him over once. Yeah. Hitting him hit, and, and like, saying, oh, oh my God, shit. this, this we just happened. Leave. This is legit. Like, okay. But the second and third time with your 16 year old stepdaughter screaming, like, yeah, that's you, that would have brought detached. you back. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, first one. Yeah. You were completely out of it. Second and third. I mean, unless she had like a psychotic break or something, which she she could have. For being that in love and, you know, willing to make all these changes and willing to accept the the affair and yes, he's going to break it off and you maybe have some doubts and you're ever going to find out to go to, I'm going to hit him, run over him and then go back and run him over two more times. Yeah. This bitch is unwell. Yeah. She bitch was unwell. Yeah. She was like out of body. (laughs) Wow. And I I never found anything about them saying, like, she saw a psychologist or psychiatrist or anything to Mm -hmm. kind of see what her mental state was, which if I was a defense attorney, I would want to know, like, because of how she felt about him and everything she was willing to do for him. With her daughter screaming, please don't kill my daddy. I would think that something's wrong with this woman. You can't be right in your mind. Mm -hmm. Go through college and... Have this uh, successful business. Have a successful and business and raise kids and have a great relationship with your stepdaughter. And all of a sudden, you're running her father over three times and she's screaming at you not to. You can't even hear that screaming. Yeah. Like you can't hear that pleading. And to me, that means that you're completely not there. Yeah, see, that's you're what, not there. I don't think she was there whenever it happened. I'm not not to say that she's innocent, but no, 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 she's not she's innocent. She's never done anything like this before. Like she didn't have an she arrest truly record. Snapped. Yeah, she literally snapped. Like legitimately lost her mind after Clara's testimony. Lindsay Harris, David's daughter, also testified against Clara. Mm-hmm. She wanted Clara to be held accountable for what she did to her dad. Of course. But she said she still loved Clara. So her testimony was very straightforward, and everyone could tell that Lindsay was being truthful and not Mm -hmm. spiteful. Mm -hmm. So her testimony held a lot of weight with the jury. One of the most telling things that Lindsay said was that Clara said matter-of-factly, I'm going to kill him. She Mm -hmm. wasn't in a rage. She was scarily calm. Wow. I would have been frightened. A little bit. 
Clara's defense came back and said that Clara's intent was not to kill David, but to stop Gail's SUV from leaving the parking lot. Three times across his head? Yep. David got in the way of Clara ramming his mistress's car. I guess he got in the way three times. (laughs) I don't know if I want to laugh or throw up. Yeah, like it's... I don't want to laugh about it for sure. It sounds fake. Like this is... This can't be real. Yeah, I know. So Clara was found guilty on Mm -hmm. her wedding anniversary, February 14th, 2003. Stop. Mm -mm. She was sentenced to 20 years in prison, which is the maximum sentence she could have received. Why? Why is that the maximum? 20 years for murder? The way the prosecutor and the defense weren't going for first degree murder, they were going for... Manslaughter um, or something? The passion defense. Oh, okay. So basically she was in a rage and she killed him. Mm-hmm. And actually the average serving time of women that are convicted of this is six years. Six. But 99% of those were women that were in the middle of getting beat or raped. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or had been in a violent relationship or an abusive relationship. Yeah. Mistress is not doing this in self-defense. Mm-hmm. And like usually it was with like a gun or something and she used yeah. a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was also fined $10,000. <laughs> well. Yeah. That, that kind of was like, <laughs> what? I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> 10 grand? <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. 20 years I can do. 10 grand? Yeah, the 10's going to be hard. The 10's going to be real hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, how's she ever going to pay that? Did she ever pay it? Will she ever pay it? She probably no. had it in her pocket at the time. Here you go. Yeah. Let me just... <laughs> I have an airstrip. Let of course me, I have $10,000. Let me pull out my petty cash. And who's going to get the $10,000? Her twins? What's the $10,000 go to? Clean up? Who does it go to? What does it go to? I have no idea. Clara was incarcerated at the Mountain View Unit in Gatesville, Texas. While hmm. in prison, Clara kept busy by converting school books into Braille for blind students. Yep. What? Yep, she converted school books into Braille. <laughs> do you do that with a little hammer right, and a little, yeah. a little tool? I think I'm like po- sewing needle, like poking the... Oh, no. Oh, my God. And I'm like, how does she even know Braille? Like, I guess she has plenty does of time she? to learn it. Does she know Braille? <laughs> she had 20 years to learn it, so I'm guessing she picked it up. Imagine if you don't know Braille. And you, <laughs> and that's your job. Clara's twin sons were put in the custody of family friends since they no longer had a mother or a father. Mm. And Clara definitely was not thinking about how many lives she would ruin when she was running David over. Of course not, because she snapped and she wasn't even thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But her sons did visit once a week while she was in jail. Okay. Uh, On April 11th of 2013, Clara applied for her first attempt at parole and was denied. Hmm. She had been in prison for 10 years. Her second parole attempt was denied in September of 2016. Uh, She had served 13 years. Mm -hmm. In November of 2017, Clara was granted parole, and she had served 14 years in prison. Wow. On February 10th of 2023, Clara Harris was officially off parole and is a free woman. What? Yep. Where is she now? She is still in Houston. Look out, Houstonians. We could have visited her when we were looking for stuff for Buddy. We could have. I wish I would have known about this before. Clara, where are you? You can come and call us. (laughs) Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, you want to talk with us? 
We got time for you. We got time. We want to hear your side. So that's Clara's story. That's pretty sad and horrifying and scary and interesting. And it, it really is. And I feel very sorry for his daughter. Yeah, because she saw everything and she was sitting there screaming that she hated him before this in the lobby. Yeah, and then he yeah, and, and then she runs him over yeah. and that's what he dies with. Yeah. Well, that's gotta be bad. Yeah, and hopefully he wasn't so conceited that he didn't understand why his daughter was saying that she hated him. He had to know. Yeah, because he was such a douche. He I'm had to know sorry, he was in the wrong. David, but yeah. God, you were a douche. You didn't deserve to die like that. No, but you also didn't deserve to have a wife like Clara. Mm-mm. And shit, maybe even a mistress. Who knows? Gail could be the sweetest person alive. And uh, Gail knew he was married and, oh, and yeah. got herself into all that. You yep. got to be prepared for that if you're going to have an affair with a married man. That doesn't fly with me. No. And no. she definitely knew he was married. I'm sure she did. Of course she did. Yeah. I mean, one of her bosses was his wife, <laughs> regardless if it was in a different branch or not. Yeah. She was over you. Yeah. She is on the board of directors. She owns your ass. <laughs> she owns your ass. Well, I don't know about that, okay? Maybe not that. If you don't know, Brandy and I are co-workers. Yes. And sisters. <laughs> and sisters. We just didn't know it until, yeah, until recently. Recently, what, like 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah so yeah. something like right about that time. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it before you knew it. You did. I did. You did. Yeah, I should have known with that hey safety girl email. <laughs> I know. I was on the ch- I was on the hunt. You was. I chased you down hard. And I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh, yeah, so this, this, is, was a, this was a great one. It had me on the edge of my seat. I know. You didn't expect that, right? Huh? I did not expect <laughs> it at all. Man, whenever... I was furious, and then I was sad. Yeah. It's sad. It is really sad. Yeah. But uh, I have another good one for you next week. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> all right. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. If you liked it, please give us a good rating. You can listen on your favorite podcast platform, with new releases every Friday. Just search for Bitch I'm Not Well. Send us suggestions for an episode at well at gmail.com because Gmail won't let us use bitch. Or visit our website at www.bitchimnotwell.com for more podcasts and our fabulous merchandise. We'll see you next week on another podcast about another crazy bitch who is truly... Unwell.